y'all what's poppin welcome to episode 12 of off the mark with attorney murray i am attorney lakanya murray and it's my absolute pleasure to bring you weekly music and updates from the world of pop culture from a legal view during our time together you will get a better understanding of complex legal matters in the fields of trademarks copyright patents and business developments as we use real world examples to break them down we have a good one for you today so let's get started today we're talking about the purple wonder and legend himself, Prince. As we all know, this legend understood the importance of protecting his intellectual property, and he was no stranger to defending his rights through legal action when necessary. Remember that time he sued 22 Facebook users for linking to bootleg copies of his music? He ended up dropping the lawsuit, but still, he filed the suit um, just because you're not, he did not like the idea of people having access to bootleg music. But he eventually, when he dropped the suit, he said he can understand fans sharing amongst themselves. But in general, Prince did not play about his intellectual property. How about that time he changed his name from Prince to a symbol as a result of a contract dispute with his label? Um, that caused us as his fans to start referring to him as the artist formerly known as Prince until the matter resolved uh, years later. Uh, bottom line is this, Prince had rights and he knew how to enforce them, which is really important when you're creating your own portfolios. It doesn't matter how many trademarks or copyrights you register if you don't take the extra step to monitor and enforce your rights. You will lose whatever rights that are granted to you through registration if you fail to keep people off your mark and off your work. Prince's propensity to protect his brand did not stop at his death. On October 15th of this year, his estate filed a trademark application for a unique shade of purple. This shade of purple was created specifically for him in 1993 by Pantone when he switched from, when he changed his name from Prince to the symbol, um, they created this color called Love Symbol Number no. 2 and he's been using it, like I said, since 1993. Now this story was shared to me on Instagram um, by Financial Rebel and if you have a story just a side note, if you have a story that you want to share, you can do the same thing. You can share it to me through the DMs or you can email them to podcast at offthemarkipsolutions.com. Anywho, um, so this story was shared by Financial Rebel on, on Instagram. And as I looked at the story and I was reading the comments, um, I saw a lot of comments saying they were kind of outraged and mad. Like, how can he trademark the color purple? Co color is universal. Nobody should own a color. And these comments led me to um, really believe that people don't understand what this registration means for their use of the color purple. So let's, let's talk about it. The owner of a registered trademark has the right to exclude others from using the same or similar mark in a same or related class. And class is what we talk is what we refer refer to as how you use the mark. Meaning, if you register a mark for a shoeshine business, you wouldn't be able to stop someone. Maybe with a few exceptions, you wouldn't be able to stop someone in the auto repair company business um, from using that same or similar mark. However, if there's someone that has maybe created shoe polish, shoe polish is um, related to shoeshine. Therefore, you would be able to prevent them from using the same and similar mark. So that's what we're talking, that's what we mean when we're talking about class. And this, this exclusion is um, to any trademark owner, whether it's a name, a logo, or in this case, color. Now, to obtain a trademark for color, you have to show that this color serves as a brand identifier. You can't just be picking colors randomly um, just because you like the color and 
if people don't see that color and think about you. So that's what we mean by about brand identifier. Someone sees that color and they think about you and the good and service that you are good or service that you provide. If it doesn't do that, then it's not a brand identifier. If it's not a brand identifier, then it's not a trademark. Everybody understand? So if the color is common in your industry, you will not be able to get a trademark for that color. It doesn't matter how long you've been using the color. I know Cheerios filed a trademark for the yellow that they use in their brand and they've been using it, oh my goodness, for, for decades. And they were denied simply because yellow is common in the cereal industry. It's like, it's a common color. No one really sees the, com the color yellow and think um, Cheerios. Now the bee on the other hand, we see the bee and we think of him, of them, but we don't think of yellow and Cheerios together. If the color, if the so you, if the color does serve as a brand identifier, but it's functional, then you won't get a trademark for it. So the color must be non-functional. And what we mean by functional is if it's essential to the good or service, or if it affects the cost or quality of the good or service, then that's that's functional, and you won't get a trademark for it. A good example is John Deere. I see John Deere every time my husband and I go to the um, home. Um, we go to Lowe's every time we go to Lowe's. We see the John Deere tractor sitting out there and they're nice and pretty with the green and the yellow. And a lot of people think that that green is trademarked, but it's not trademarked because think about it. Green puts you in the mind of farms, grass, you know, lawn. And that's the very thing that that, that the product with the tractors are used for. So because there's such a uh, direct association between the color and the use, then you wouldn't be able to get a trademark for that, um, or they're not able to get a trademark for that. If, if you think about it, Prince is not the first person or company to register a trademark, um, or register a U.S. trademark. UPS filed a trademark for the color brown that they use for the delivery service. Uh, Tiffany trademarked this unique shade of gray that they use in connection with um, their jewelry. Every lady loves to see that little blue box. Yep, I know I do. Even T-Mobile jumped into the trademark um, trademarking color game when it trademarked the magenta shade of pink that it used in its advertisement. So getting a federal trademark for the things that make you stand out in business in your market is really just good business. Now, this is what you need to know for all those people that are concerned about um, trademarks and people owning color and things of that nature. Getting a fellow trademark won't prevent regular people from using the color. So if you wanted to, I don't know, paint your nursery purple, then feel free to do that. The only th thing that's going to stop are other businesses um, from using that color. And that's only if there's gonna be a likelihood of confusion. Okay, so think about it. So. There's another brand that uses color as a trademark, um, Cadbury, the chocolate company. They have a trademark for that color um, as it relates to chocolate. So this Prince registering this trademark in the field of music um, and entertainment is not going to prevent them from using that shade of purple. So it has to be in the same or related field and it's not going to stop us coming folks from being able to use the color purple. Okay. Um, remember the purpose of trademarks is to prevent consumer confusion. And that um, confusion is um, for make sure that consumers know the source of a good or a service, okay? And then there's also a second confusion that people something, sometimes forget about, and that's that confusion when it comes to endorsements. What does this brand stand for? 
does this brand is this brand okay or backing whatever movement production product that is um, associated with this trademark so that's what we mean by likelihood of confusion so if there's no likelihood of confusion chances are there won't be any trademark um, infringement so for common people the registration of the color purple is not going to affect them now if you are in business um, you might be affected if there's going to be a likelihood of confusion so listen here are three takeaways from today's show if you don't protect your mark you will lose it okay protect your mark no it's not enough to just register the mark um, that's really just the beginning if you are going to invest make the investment to register in your trademark you have to continue making the investment to monitor your mark and we provide those monitoring services uh, and you want to make sure that you enforce and the reason you want to enforce your trademark because over time if there are too many people that have the same or similar mark you it's no longer seen as a brand identifier when someone sees that trademark they no longer think of you and they no longer think of you then that's not a trademark for you and it's lost and it's gone so the only way to make sure that that mark stays uh, a trademark and a brand identifier for your business is to prevent other people from using the same or similar business uh, same or similar trademark okay the second takeaway is if you are um, obtaining a registered trademark for those aspects that make you stand out in the market it's just good for business like literally it is we want to protect we, we there's so many things and so many distractions and so many things calling for consumers attention if you have something that's making you stand out and when people see it they say hey I know that brand hey I trust that brand hey I want to spend money with that brand protect it okay uh, the third thing is Prince's registration of that unique shade of purple that was, by the way, created specifically for him would not prevent us regular people from using the color purple um, in our normal personal lives. All right. So those are our three top takeaways. There was something else I was going to talk about today. Um, the state is bringing a lawsuit against the owner of Prince.com domain. And I was going to discuss it today, but I really wanted to um, touch on one subject at a time today we talked about trademarks and, and colors um, next time we can talk about domains and um, cyber squatting in another episode all right so that's what I have for you today I just want to take a moment to say that I am so grateful for everybody that listens to the podcast this was really a passion project for me I really really enjoy helping people understand these aspects of the law that I practice using these examples because it I feel like it helps people get it and I want you to get it I want you to make informed decisions um, decisions about your business and so this is my way of, uh, of helping you do that um, thank you so much for listening um, if you enjoy the show can you do me a favor can you take about a minute and rate the show I don't care if you're on um, iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher if you could rate the, the podcast I'll be really really grateful and remember if you see something, say something. Share it with us in our DMs on social media or email us at podcast at offthemarkipsolutions.com. If you see a story that you want us to discuss on the podcast, and you say, hey, you know what? That's really interesting. How did they do that? How are they going to do that? What do you think the outcome of this you know, lawsuit is going to be? And speaking of that, I think that um, maybe later on, um, and maybe we'll have like a, a special episode where we have like an update episode because we have talked about some things. We want to know what's going on. What's the update um, on these cases that we've been following? So.
So that's all I have for you all. Thank you very much. Have an amazing day and awesome week. Take care.